All right, folks, welcome back to another Good Vibes Nation. Doug in the studio this time. How are you, man? I am doing pretty good, Nick. Good, pretty man. good. Glad you're back. We talked about yes. his COVID gone last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, another I segment. jinxed myself, by the way, with that. Did you? Yeah, I've had several people out at work. Oh, uh, at least it wasn't COVID. you, though. No. Oh, that's good. No, not me. It's me and you, mano a mano, on this one, too. We're going to be talking about a heavy topic that just happened in, uh, over the weekend, that tragedy in Buffalo. Pretty crazy. I assume most of the nation have heard. If not, uh, there was a mass shooting in Buffalo in a supermarket this past Saturday. It was no doubt 100% racially charged, racially motivated uh, by an extremist. Gunman was identified, and he was arraigned. He was an 18-year-old. I don't even want to say the guy's name. Peyton Grandin of Conklin, New York. Is that how you say that? Conklin? Conklin, yeah. Conklin? Mm-hmm. Not only did he went in and he, he murdered uh, 10 people and three others were, were wounded, I, we'll get into it. He was technologically savvy. He set up a 180-page manifesto to come out right after he did that crime, shortly after that attack. He took credit for it, said he's a white supremacist. He actually streamed the t- attack live on social media platform called Twitch. He had the N-word and you know racist statements written on his weapon that he used, and he was charged with first-degree murder. So... Pretty pretty heavy, pretty heartbreaking this weekend. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was certainly a tough one. Uh, it was, uh, you know, again, you know, it, it just it just keeps happening. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, honestly, on Saturday, Sunday morning, me and my wife were talking about it, and I was just pissed. Mm. You know, I was just really just angry, like, because, you know, it, it's just the same story over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And nothing changes. Yeah. I mean, there's so many details that came out about it. And I had the same type of, of feelings. I was definitely upset, especially for the victims. I mean, nobody needs to, to die that way. And there's no, it's just senseless. There was, right. there was nothing for it. You know, first of all, a couple of things to note. He's from the city of Conklin, which is 200 miles away from where your tactic place. It was methodically planned out. He started planning this attack in January. January. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. In January of this year. He visited the store on multiple occasions. They got him on video in, like, March multiple times. He was checking out, like, when was the most popular time to have the most people in there. During his visit, he drew a map of the store where all the exits were. He actually he said he targeted that zip code because it had the highest black percentage that was close enough to where he lived. That was one of the reasons that he, he chose that, that location. Yeah, there's a lot of layers to this one, too. It's huge. Right? Yeah. I mean, you talk about the racial part of it, which obviously was the motive, um, you know, but, you know, again, it you know comes back to what we talked about a few episodes ago, you know, with, with the gun violence. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it, it's, again, it's, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, you said, that, you know, he had a lot of, you know, racial stuff on his gun, which, again, was an AR-15. And... What really frustrates me is that is you know you know we, we, these happen over and over again, and the first defenders of it are always, but an AR is not an assault rifle, and you know what about Chicago? And that's what I was thinking about, you know, and, and I've seen it on Twitter and on on certain news channels and things like that. You know, it, it, to me, if that's your argument, you're fighting the wrong battle. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, these things just keep happening. It, it's the, it's the same weapon, 
uh, it's the same kind of MO most of the time. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously this one had the racial element to it. I don't know if, you know, many of the other ones did, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a person trying to kill mass amounts of people. You know, it's a mass murder. And, you know, like I said, I just, it's just frustrating as hell because we continue to, to see it happen and we talk about, okay, well now we need to do something about this and, you know, how can we fight the battle? You know, how can we stop these from happening and mental health and this and that and that, but, and literally, you know, I, you know, I harken back to 2012 when the Sandy Hook tragedy happened and that was 10 years ago and no, literally nothing we've done zero to, to stop any of this stuff. Yeah. I think like you said, there's a bunch of layers, right? So one of the things you, you mentioned that they are 15, obviously we've talked about that before. I think first and foremost, before I even talk about that in this 180 page manifesto that he put out there, yeah. he wrote that he was inspired by the 2019 mass killing at those mm -hmm. two mosques in New Zealand. Yeah which was a similar, he, they had a manifesto and they live streamed the attack and it's exactly what he did. Right. So we've talked about that before on the show too, about copycat. Like right. this dude mm -hmm. sees somebody else do it mm -hmm. and he's like, okay, now I'm going to have my plan and my agenda to do it. About kind of about the AR-15, he chose to attack in New York because of the gun laws that he knew that if, if he went in there mm -hmm. because they don't have concealed carry, there was less likely of someone to be able to retaliate against him with a weapon, and he knew the secure, poor security guard, the retired yeah. police officer right. that gave his life. He actually shot him. Yeah, he shot him multiple times. But this dude had body armor. I mean, he it was methodically planned out. Yes, he knew he had to go in there. He even said he had to take him out first. Yeah, he knew that. That yep. was his first target once he got into the store. That he had to take that security guard out and mm -hmm. then and then move on. So this dude planned it, and he knew. Like we've talked right. about that too. That these guys, some of these people, target that. Yeah, because they know if if they were to walk in here in North Carolina and do mm -hmm. it, there's probably going to be a shootout, you know, with 15 other guys <laughs> and this crazy nut. But that's one thing, you know. He admits he purchased it legal in New York, and you can purchase it in New York. You cannot own it in New York City. If you you right. can own an AR-15, mm -hmm. but you cannot own an AR-15 in New York City. Right. So he purchased it legal, and then he modified it to make it an illegal weapon. Right. So there's, I, I went and looked since we're already here. New York's got the SAFE Act, which was set up by Governor Cuomo when he was in there. And that was that was his attempt to reduce gun violence. They've got one of the strictest gun laws mm -hmm. in, in the country. So there's, I'm going to rattle these things off because I looked it up, what that SAFE Act means, right? So first of all, like I said, you can't have it and live in New York City. You could have it and live in Albany. You're fine. You can't have a folding or telescoping stock. You can't have a pistol grip. You can't have a thumbhole stock. You can't have a hand grip. You can't have a bayonet mount because they're very popular. Um, a, fla <laughs> a flash suppressor, a muzzle brake, a muzzle compensator, a threaded barrel, which would hold the, the suppressor or the brake, or a grenade launcher. You can't have that attachment on there uh, as well. Yeah. And then the biggest thing, is, <laughs> the biggest thing in this is safe act is it limits the capacity to the magazine. So you can only hold 10 rounds. And that's where he made it. Illegal, right? Because I think he had thirty rounds. Mm -hmm. Made it, made it, so he had a thirty-round mag in there. And then hunting to you, if you're hunting with it, you can only have a five-round capacity. So that's the biggest thing, right? So he he obtains it, 
he makes it illegal so that it carries more. But, you know, I, I think you can't stop crazy, no matter. We've talked about it before. You can't stop crazy, whether it's, you know, his plan is to go in there and shoot somebody up or, like, we talked about that guy in New York City that he ran somebody over with a car. I mean, this dude was mentally unstable. And that's one of the layers that I think we need to get into is that there was writing on the wall for yeah. a long time, for a long time. Right. And, and it begs the question kind of wh- who, how nobody in his life, you know, the, I saw something on the news about, you know, he had issues in high school, mm-hmm. you know, and just nobody, how come, like, this is where we get into the gun thing. Right. And I, you know you know, like I said, we're not going to go back to the, to the second amendment thing, but how does this person, this person who has issue, mental issues and who has shown that. And I think he told a teacher or wrote a report about how, about murder, suicide. Correct. And then he goes to the store and legally buys a gun. Right. Here's where I'm going to agree with you. Cause just like when we went back on the second amendment there, it's not perfect. And like I said, there could be, better restrictions. And I think this is one of them. Right. I think this one is key and critical because this was a big miss. So you're right. He wrote an essay about murder, suicide. The teacher turned it into the state police. The state mm-hmm. police investigated it. He ended up going to a hospital yeah. and staying for a night and a half. Right. The technicality was it was voluntary instead of involuntary. Yeah. So that box didn't have to be checked about him spending time Right in it, you know, and in, in, not in a sane asylum, but staying right. staying time in you know in a hospital for mental health. Right. So that's how it got by. That should be there should be a list somewhere. Yeah. Like right then and there, when that happens, and he goes in the, into that whatever the hospital for a night and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a, a no fly list. There needs to be a, a list somewhere that people are. This dude's getting more thoroughly checked than anybody else. Right in life. Right. Yeah. So that was a big miss. The other big miss is social media, in my opinion, on this one. Yeah. Right? He was on, uh, what was it called, 4Channel or something? There's so many of these yeah. sites now. Right. So from what I saw, I think it was called 4Channel. And this that site is notorious for hate speech because mm-hmm. it's not monitor. You can go right. in there and say whatever the heck you want to say. Right. So I'm. that's one my, my thing is there has to be. There's got to be. If, we, if I go on there and I mention the word covid Last year, mm-hmm. I'm getting fact checked. My posts are getting pulled down if I don't agree with whatever the agenda was on Facebook at that time. We can react to something like that that quickly. As soon as I hit post, right? Why can't there be a certain word sure. is posted, right? That's a hot word, right? And it should red flag somebody. I mean, there needs to be some kind of there has to be the place. technology yeah. for it. Right? There's there got has to be. be. Yeah. There's got to be. That's what I'm saying. If we can, if I say you know, COVID is fake. I'm automatically get fact checked. If I tell you, hey, go take Remdesivir two years ago, they're mm-hmm. gonna pull my post and I'm yeah. gonna be, you know, Facebook jail. Yeah, you know. But if I sit there and I have hate, well, speech, that's the thing. Like you said, there's so many of these sites, and a lot of them are just unmonitored. You know, Facebook has to. They're a media company basically now, so they're, uh, you know, they have to abide by rules, and these other places just don't. Well, they're still Facebook is still self policed, right? You know, right. there's not big right. governments not involved, and I'm no, I'll be the yeah. first one not, to tell you they're that. not like the FCC. Like the FCC Correct. doesn't regulate them, yeah. but they are self policed. Yeah, but that's where I'm saying there needs to be something. There needs because how many times do you look back at these cases with these kids and yeah. they're, they're all the signs are there, right? All the signs are there, and that's what I'm saying. Like there's you just you know there has to be somebody in 
in these people's lives. You know, again, you talk about the layers of this thing. Like, yeah. that's another one. It's like, you know, somebody in this guy's life, and, you know, you talk about, you know, they haven't really said a whole lot about his family and things like that, but, like, where did he learn this stuff, you know? Where where did, well, he, you know, where did these thoughts come from in his brain? He said that in his manifesto that he I actually... Didn't read, I didn't read all 180. Pages. I didn't read it either. I didn't <laughs> read it either. He said he was radicalized by that social media platform, 4chan. That's where he de- described himself as a white supremacist, as a fascist, as an anti-Semite. I mean, he wasn't even just a oh, white, yeah, white right. supremacist. I mean, this guy hated Jews and yeah. fascism. Obviously, that's the you know movement that exalts nation over the individual. So, I mean, this right. guy was just a evil evil person yeah you know so i think that excuse me i think that social media needs to be policed there needs whether it's the fcc or something some kind of enforcement needs to be done there and if you're going to be i don't care if it's facebook or instagram or whatever this thing is you know right. 4chan 4chan yeah you need to buy if you're going to be a social media platform you need to buy by these rules and whether it's yeah. third party policing right or whatever the restrictions are, if it's going to be self-policed, then there needs to be laid out. But for every company, the rules need to be the same. Yeah. So they don't go hop. Okay, I can't get away with this on Facebook. I'll go to this other site. Right. You know, that's that's number one. I mean, this dude was just a sick individual. It amazes me how much information here in the last just couple of days comes out. And that just proves my point. Like, if we could find out all this information yeah. at the drop in of three a dime. Days. Yeah, right then there definitely there's things that we could do to restrict or you know kind of help prevent this from happening again you know he, the dude put it on he was streaming it right he was streaming it now they took it down as soon as they realized what was happening right but he was streaming it you know he targeted other locations they said uh he had yeah. another gun and a shotgun and a rifle in his car one of the bigger things they're saying is he believed in that great replacement theory where it's white genocide that's taking place in America. That's the belief where Americans are, or excuse me, the belief where white Americans are being replaced by people of other races. And I mean, it's just. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. I, really, that's become a, another layer of this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and there's politicians who, who are preaching this. Hannity did it. Uh, yeah. Hannity or, did it. Tucker did it. Yep. I mean, there was a, yep. I, and I apologize, I forget the guy's name, but there was a, a you know, a, a congressman who said it on the floor. I mean, he didn't say great replacement, but, you know, he basically described that. And he said Democrats are trying to bring in, you know, people you know, to replace the voting. And at some point, this is this is another thing that made me angry. You know, at some point, some of that, resp- some of the responsibility of Saturday's shooting, and I'm not going to say all shootings because, you know, it's not, you know, this one had, like I said, this guy wrote this manifesto and he wrote it in there. You know, at some point, that has to be, those people have to be held somewhat accountable to what happened this past weekend. You know, it, and it really, really made me mad because, you know, I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not a big social media guy, but I'm on Twitter and I follow, you know, and one of the people I follow is our state senator. In the first tweet after Saturday, it was Monday morning. His first tweet Monday morning was a video of these people coming across a, a river, you know, and talking about the crisis at the border. And I just thought, how shallow can you be? And how, like, ignorant can you be to, to for that, after all the information you heard this weekend about what was going on 
you know, and what this guy was doing. This is the first, this is the first piece of information you're going to put out. Like mm. how ignorant and dumb can you be? And, uh, you know, I, I just, it, it boggles my mind that we allow it to happen. You know, we allow it and we call it news. You know, you know, as you know, I'm not, I'm not a Fox news fan. I watch it right. Because I watch it number one for this show, mm. But also too, because I want to hear the other side, and I watch it, and I and I just think to myself, like, this isn't news. Like, this is just propaganda, and they are, they are. It's a fear mongering network, basically, is what they do, and they just fear monger, and they make and they impression, and they make this impression on these people, young and old, and it leads to things like this. There's no doubt in my mind that it leads to things like this, and I think that there's. There has to be some responsibility there. Yeah, I'd ag- uh, so I agree. Fox and CNN. I would put, we've talked about it before, right? Yeah. I put Fox on the right wing side. I put CNN in, in the left wing side. It's not news. It's propaganda, however you, you look at it. I think that there's a couple of things here. I think that I agree with you. It's, it's as a journalist, the information that they're providing, some of it's opinionated, right? Yeah, right. And you've got the far right extremists and the far left extremists. If they're talking about, you know, illegal immigrants coming in and they're taking jobs away from, from Americans. I don't necessarily think it's white or black or anybody mm-hmm. else. Right. If you're looking at it in that aspect, it's it's jobs. If that's what's happening, if they're coming in and they're taking it's jobs. It's not white people and genocide, you know? So if they're preaching that mm-hmm. aspect of it, they're right. completely wrong. Right. They're completely wrong. And yes, then I would say they need to be held accountable for it. If they're saying these illegal immigrants are coming over and they're taking jobs, and then this kook over here, mm-hmm. you know, goes crazy and beca- right. because of that, and that's what the hill that he's literally going to die on. Right. That's his interpretation. That's not what was presented. But it all depends on, like, again, goes back to what are you listening to? Who are you listening to? And the propaganda. I think both of those networks are propaganda because I do the same thing, right? I'm not a big CNN fan, but I watch it because of the show. And I want to see how it's reported the same situation. You know, you look at this at Fox and you look at this at CNN, it's reported two different ways. Yeah. You know, one side, you know, they're both reporting that it's a, a tragedy. And that, you know, obviously it was, you know, racially, you know, motivated. Mm-hmm. And then you've got CNN saying, see, here's the gun thing. Right. And then you've got Fox saying, it's not a gun thing. Right. It's a mental health it's thing. It's a mental health thing. Right. So I do the I do the same thing. But one thing, I mean, obviously we, we need to talk about solutions. Right. And and we talked about it just a little bit. I think that there needs to be some kind of, I honestly, I'm not for for huge proponent for big government, you know, and everything, but they need to get involved in this. Well, that was, that, yeah, that was going to be my next question is, is, you know, what a, you know, cause we met, I mentioned the state Senator from the great state of North Carolina, but you know, again, it, you know, the politicians this in, you know, they're the people that have to figure out what to do, mm-hmm. whether it's compromise, you know, and, and I just, I, I it's, I just don't see it happen. And that's what's frustrating. It's because you just don't see it happen. And I'm tired of every single time that this happens, it's, you know, oh, you know, well, it's, you know, the the left says it's time for gun control. And the right, and the Republicans say, oh, it's, you know, 
we need to figure out the mental health stuff and you know and everybody gives their thoughts and prayers and you know that's kind of the running joke and that's it you know that they're tired of the thoughts and prayers and and that's it and we never do anything and that's what i was t- telling my wife this weekend i'm like they're they're never going to do anything because if if you can't do anything after you know 20 or 15 six-year-olds get killed in their school and their teachers who tried to protect them if you don't do anything after that you're not going to do anything after you know after this one you know what's this one why is this one different what what's going to make what is it finally going to take that's the question what is it finally going to take to make the people whether it's politicians or the people to do something different i don't think that any politician republican democrat libertarian right they don't speak for us they're all about self-preservation it's all about the next election it's all about midterms it's all about what i say is going to come back to bite me so they're going to wishy-wash they're not they're supposed to be our voice they're not our voice they're their voice and what can i do to get the next vote what can i do to keep my paycheck what can i do to be on you know on the senate floor for X amount of years or, or whatever right. my next position that I'm lobbying for right. is. I think that's that's the biggest thing, right? Because I'd agree with you. Something, something's got to happen. Something's got to change. And the other thing, I'm going to be extreme here, <clears throat> and I don't know what your feelings are, but I am for the death penalty. And I think, and especially in a case like this, where he obviously did it. He's on video. Right. There's 18 million witnesses. Right. He wrote a manifesto. Hundred percent. I pleaded guilty. Yeah, I did it. I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Fry them now, now. Set a precedent here where we're not going to put up with it. Because you know another reason why he did it in New York. There's no death penalty. This guy will live on the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. You know, getting three hots in a cot. Yeah, and hopefully somebody will take him out in prison. Is my is my hope? Yeah. Well, that was you know that was one of the things they said you know during the press conference, and they were like you know he's isolated in the thing for his own safety, and I was like, fuck him. Yeah. You know, excuse my French, but fuck him. Put him right in the gym, pop. Let it. I agree. They'll take care of him. I agree. They'll take care of that punk. I I agree a hundred percent. But there doesn't need skip the trial. We don't need we don't need the publicity. I don't even want right. I don't even want to say his name because that's right. that's what they want. That's yeah. what these psychos want. Right. They see that guy do it in the in the Netherlands. Yeah. I could do it here. This right. is my cause. I'm going to do it for for white supremacy. Right. You know, and this is exactly what he wants. He's got all the media attention. You know what I mean? And the poor victims' families don't make them relive it. Don't right. make them relive it. Right. This guy's guilty. He said he's guilty. Everybody's seen him do it. Kill did he plead not guilty? Now, no, he pleaded guilty. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, he said, "Yep." He said he was going to plead guilty. He understood the charges against him. He, the dude, is one hundred percent guilty. Yeah, right. You know, kill him now. Let these guys know that this is what if this is what what you want. This is what's going to happen. Right. We're not going to give you a life of called luxury, but right. where he's secluded by himself. Right. You know. Well, that's my getting thing. meals. You know, I man, I say put him just put him in prison. I don't. I don't want my tax dollars going to this. Yeah, but he this won't dude. last long. 
but but this but he will last long because they know right, because they're going to isolate right they're going to isolate put him put him they're not going to put him in gem pop right. because then they're going to have a lawsuit from this schmuck's family yeah saying you did it on you know you put him in there you knew that right. they were going to attack him because of right. what he did and you let it happen so now they're out more money well, I would tell the parents you knew this was going to happen if you didn't know this was going to happen then like the guy from Casino either you were too stupid or you, <laughs> you or you knew about it that's what I'm right. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, no, I think that you know I'm for it. I, yeah. Kill him. No, I, let's go that. wild, wild west. Hang this guy. Let's not even waste the electricity or the bullet. Hang, Hang this sucker it's in the middle square. of the square. Yep, in the middle of the square. Yep, that's what I'm talking about. End it right, right then and there. We need more of that no, justice. Certainly, send a message. I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm being. I'm joking right. around. Half. Right. I'm being serious. I really think that they should kill him. You th- do you think that though? Do you think that that would stop? Like, do you think that would? I think that this is a deterrent. You think that would be a deterrent? I think it's a deterrent, yeah. Because I think that, honestly, just like this kid, he's not stupid. Right. He's smart. Right. He, I mean, he, from the body armor that he knew that what, you know, he could take rounds that if he was get, to get shot by that security guard, which he did, I think right. he took four or five to the chest. Yeah. You know, and still kept going, planned everything out methodically and did it. He knew why he was going to do it in New York. Right. And he knew that there wasn't a death penalty in New York. Right. So why should we give this kid what he wants? Yeah. All the publicity, everybody's saying his name. Right. And he's going to live out the rest of his life. He's 18 years old. Right. He's going to live 60, 70 years in a prison. Right. We'll be paying for him for a long time. And we're paying for him. Plus plus everything else. Plus the trial. Plus all the heartbreak that these, you know, family members are going to have to relive. Right. No, I'm. I, I don't disagree. I mean, one of those one of the stories they saw it on TV. They saw their sister because he shot two outside this uh, outside, mm-hmm. and they were watching on the uh, whatever the feed was, and they saw two two girls got killed outside. That's heartbreaking. You're gonna uh, see your loved one. I can't even imagine get shot. You know what I mean? Just I like that. Imagine. And then of course you go to court. You're gonna see all that stuff all over again in great detail. Right. You know. Right. So no, don't waste time in the court. We'll be trying something else. Get take kill him this down. dude. Take kill this dude. Kill this dude. Yeah, I mean he deserves it. Yeah. Obviously, you know, um, there's no doubt about it. He deserves it. You know, so they said the I'm I read cool with it. I read a lot on it. Obviously, studying up for this cast, the store where he bought the gun from is already getting death threats and and oh, everything. Sure, yeah. And um, I mean, I, I feel for them too, right. Because they didn't do anything, right? And in New York, right. in order to get it. All that they're doing, the background check and everything is done by the third party. Right. So what what they do is there's only certain sites that will sell to New York because there's a lot of red tape that they got to get through, like we talked about. So there's only certain sites that will sell to New York. You buy it online and you have to find a gun shop with an FFL license that will, all they're doing is transferring the sale. You're paying them. Somebody's already done the background check, the whole nine. You're paying them. They're double checking it and... You're coming right. in, doing the paperwork. Checking the IDs, yep. basically. Yep. Getting and, you know, putting your information on. Yeah, they didn't file. do anything wrong. They're, yeah. You know, they did it They did it right. It's not, you know, I don't blame, you know, the gun shop, you know. But, you know, again, you know, I'm going to, you know, sorry, but I'm going back to it. I just don't think this gun is part of the problem, you know. And I know, listen, I'm, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a ban all guns guy. But at some point. We have to look at banning this gun, 
this gun is the weapon of choice for people who want to commit mass murder. But they did it, or so they did it in Columbine. They used shotguns. Well, that was that was. They still took out a bunch of people that way. You know what I mean? Like that's right. That's that's my point. Is like they're gonna freaking find the way. They're gonna find the way. You know what I mean? Like, do I think that somebody needs to be walking around on the street with a thirty-round magazine? No, no, no. I don't. No, I know. But they're gonna find a way. He didn't buy a thirty-round magazine. Right. Right. He either modified it or he got it the thirty-round mag. Right, but can't illegally. you? And, and listen, you know more about guns. But can't? What if you have? If it's even if it's a ten mag, right? Can't you have five of them in your pot? I mean, this guy had tactical gear. I'm sure he had magazines strapped to him like a army because he you know want to be army my nine millimeter holds six it holds 17 really because right. one's in the chamber and there's 16 in the clip right i could have 10 clips on me right exactly if i wanted to that's my point that's why i'm saying like you know, that's but that's my point is is you know limiting the magazines and you know doing all this stuff it's it's all fluff it's all fluff like you said if people want to kill you, they they're gonna kill you. Mm. Let's make it harder, right? Let's make it harder for people to be able to commit these just heinous crimes. So is the answer if we ban that gun? If we say okay, we're not gonna do any more sales? Do you, do you think that'll be an impact? Yes, I think that will be a bigger impact than the death penalty, like we talked about. Like I th- I think that's a deterrent, you know. And I think that yes, because if you look at the last twenty of these. Right, which it feels like it's been three years. We've had twenty of them, which is crazy. Right, they're all the same. It's all the same weapon. Right, you know, if you know, we talk. You know, people always say, "Oh, you can kill somebody with a car." If everybody that bought a Chevy pickup truck was driving over people, you'd probably stop selling Chevy pickup trucks. Right, if everybody that's trying to commit these mass murders is using the same weapon. Stop. Let's maybe try to get rid of that weapon. Yeah, and I and I see your point. I just don't agree with it. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I know you don't. I just don't. I honestly, know you I don't. just think that they'll they'll find another way to to commit the act that they want to commit. And I, you know, I think that on on the other side of it, with the death penalty, is if they realize what's the worst case that's going to happen to me, right? If I give up, which that kid did. He didn't shoot back. If you if he had a shootout with the cops, they were going to kill him right. eventually. Right. You know, you know. But he didn't. He gave up. He wanted to be caught. Yeah. He wanted to do the damage and be caught, and that's what most of them are, right? Right. And that, we've had that conversation before. I, the ones that that commit suicide. Sorry, I wish they did started with it. Right. You know, and right. saved all those you know lives that they took. You know, I, I honestly, I think, I think that that's what the the difference could be. If, but it, you're not, you're not going to have it. You're not, in our, not in our society. You got 24 states that ha- that believe in the death penalty, and 23 are divided. 23 right. that don't. Right. And you got three that are can't make up their minds, so they're on hold right now. <laughs> right. You know? Right. So, I don't know what the answer is. I, I, but I, I, I do know that we need some help here, and I think that, I think we both agree on this one. That social media is some something's got to be done there. Something's got to be done there. Yeah, but. just, you know, again, to me, right, we're the only country in the civilized world who has this problem, right, of multiple mass shootings a year. Uh, you know, you talked about the, you know, 
that these happen they, they absolutely happen all over the world but we're the only country that deals with it feels like on a monthly basis and so why you know everybody has you know every country has mental health issues every country has video games every country has you know violent movies you know so what what makes us different i think our criminal justice system sucks it goes back to the death penalty i think our criminal justice system sucks i think you look at you know some of the extremists overseas you steal, you get your hand cut off, you know, you do something wrong, right. they'll freaking cane you. You know what I mean? Right. Where those people live with fear that I'm not going to mess up. I'm not going to do something bad. Here, so what? It's a joke. It's a joke. Law enforcement, you know, I've got family members in law enforcement, and they are so they get so frustrated because by the time that they process somebody, they do more paperwork. By the time that they're done with the paperwork, they're already out. They're seeing multiple repeat offenders they know these people right. on a first name basis. Right. It's a revolving door. You know what I mean? We don't. It, my, that's my opinion. Is a criminal justice. If I know that I can get away with something, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. I'm going to do it. But these guys. But that's a di- look to me. That's a different argument because you're talking about you know criminals who. who I agree with you. I agree with you that our criminal justice system needs help. But I don't. I don't think to me the these crimes right. Are obviously part of our criminal justice, but they're different. They're different than you know your regular what the police are trying to solve every day and trying to stop you know you know murders and and uh, all that. To me, this is different. This has a different feeling to me. This isn't to me. This isn't your you know oh um, a beat cop or even a detective in the NYPD trying to or the Buffalo PD is not going to stop this. Right, he can stop you know a drug deal on the corner or you know uh, a robbery in progress and things like that. This he, he's they're not going to stop this. This is to me it's not a criminal. It, I don't know, to me it's just a different avenue of our criminal justice system. I, I agree because these things are meth- they're just like this. It's methodically planned out. Right. But again, go back on the death penalty thing. Name name one of the these shooters that is sitting on on death row. Yeah, none of them. None of them. Right. Nope. Right. None of them. They're found guilty. Right. Some of them some of them realize, you know, a lot of them are kids mostly. Right. You know, eight, you know, teenage teenage early 20s that are that are doing this. And some of them are, you know, they'll repent and realize what they did later on. Some of them this kid doesn't seem like he cares. Mm-mm. He don't care. I mean, no. I saw the interaction in court. He was almost happy. Right. Yep. You understand the charges against you? Yes, I understand the charges against me. That was exactly how he said it. Yeah. Like, I knew I'd be here. This is all part of the plan. Right. I'm, I'm fine with it, you know? So that's, that's my point is that yeah, there's scary. no – What's the consequence? They know right. that no, I, just like no. Sandy Hook, the guy killed it. The kid killed his mom. Right. He killed his mom. He could care less, you know? They don't – and they're – so what? So they'll be secluded. They know that. You know, for the most yeah. part, especially this guy, he knows that they're not going to. To me, I don't. I, I just don't think that they're thinking about the consequences of what they're doing. This kid definitely did. This kid definitely did. He, yeah, he, I mean, he I think he no, I think he knew what was going to happen. I think he he knew if he it you know if he didn't die, which he didn't, that he was going to go to jail and and he was fine with that and all that stuff. I I do think that, but I don't think that their brains actually understand the consequences 
of what's going to happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't. To me, they're not. They're not thinking like, oh, I'm going to do this, but it's okay because I'm not going to. I'm only going to go to prison, or I'm not going to go to jail, or, or the, whatever the case may be. They're doing this because they have a sickness, obviously, and they want to commit these crazy, crazy murders for whatever reason. This guy happened to be racially motivated. You know, somebody else may have been, you know, bullied or whatever the case may be at the Columbine kids. And, but I don't think that they think, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm not going to not do this because I may get in trouble. No. And I, does I that think, make sense? Yeah. No, it does make Did sense. Did I say that right? You, I'm not going to not do that. I don't know if you said it right, but I get, what, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Right. But probably didn't. it goes right in line with the, uh, the mental health aspect of it, right? right? That's the right. Me- they yeah. don't care, right? They're going, they're literally going to take somebody's life, and they don't care, right? You know what I mean? Whatever the reason behind it, or how I don't, you know, I don't know. Like I know you, we talked about it with Frankie Edgar. I mean, you're not, you're not a fighter. I think if you punch somebody in the face and when you got mad, you'd be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've known you for so long too. You know what I mean? But but that these kids don't. They could care less. They could care less. Yeah, they don't care about. The, the retired cop who put, you know, 30, right. 30 years right. in who has a family or right. the, you know, the sister that he killed of somebody and somebody's daughter or, or you right. know, all these people that he just, they don't care. They don't care. And, you know, it's yeah, just. We, we got to figure out why, though. We got to figure out what's going on with them. Like, I understand. I just would wish we could just get into the mind of them and I just agree. figure out, like, what what's. I agree. Where did it all go wrong? Like, where, you know. This kid, you know, Conklin's not it's a middle class town in right. upstate New York. Yeah, right. It's not, you know, it's not. It's kind of just middle class, and you know, so what, what, where did it go? Like, no, know, I agree, hundred You know, social media was part of it, and there's no right or wrong answer, right? There's no right answer of okay, yeah. we need to do this, and, that's and it'll solve stop. the problem, right? No, I, there's none of that. I but, agree, but do something. No, I agree. Right, we talked about <clears throat> the politicians before. Like, do some, just do something. Yeah, so I agree. Right? Try it. Be. If it doesn't work, then we'll do something else. But try, do stop. There's stop with the with the stop patronizing us with the. We need to do this. We need to do it. There's, stop talking about it and do it. Get together. Get all fifty of you to a hundred of you together, and talk about how you can fix this problem. But no, they're going to fight about this, and they're going to vote immigration and all oh, the economy, gas prices. Shut up. Fix this problem. Fix something. Jesus Christ. The funny thing Sorry. is. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so You're passionate funny. about this I'm one. So I'm so mad like about this one. You're, you're passionate about it, which is which is good. I'll, I'll kind of end with this, is that and my, my mom was in town this weekend. We had a great, great visit. It was awesome. One of the girls' favorite uh, things to watch is is Hamilton. Or let me just specify. My wife's favorite thing to watch is I is saw Hamilton. it live. Yeah. Great, great. So you know you're gonna know what I'm talking about, right? So the part in the musical where our first president, George Washington, is stepping down. He's no longer gonna be president anymore. And he mm-hmm. grabs Hamilton to come in and, and he wants to dictate, you know, a, a letter, letting the country know that he's stepping down. And Hamilton's upset, but George is saying this is what we need to do. And right. he's warning the next right. parties that are coming in the line what to be careful of. And one of the first things that come out of his mouth is bipartisan fighting. Right. So you go back all the way to the first president. Right. And the lines are still divided. 
Yeah. You know, and that's, this is my point, And this is what I think is happening in, in what you're describing too, is whether, whatever the side is, mental health, guns. We're going to just say that this is the problem. We're saying that this is a problem and what? No one's crossing the line. Right. No one's crossing the line. Right. No one's saying, okay, look, I agree. Maybe we need stricter gun laws here. You know, the, the far right is saying, no, we're not compromising anything. And same thing on the left-hand side when they're saying, no, it's just right. the guns. It's not right. the mental health aspect of right. it. If there wasn't a gun, it'd be fine. They'd be just crazy. You know, goes back to the point, they'll find something else. But they're not giving in either. They're both just st- right. digging in saying, nope, we're right. Nope, we're right. And nothing happens. Just like you said. Right. You know, tw- 10 years later, we're still losing, you know, double digits in, yeah. in massacres because nothing's happening. So... We want to hear what you guys have to say, too. You know, obviously, we, we agree a little bit. We disagree a little bit. Hey, that's us. That's our show. That's why you listen. But we want to hear what you guys have to say, too. So hit us up. Text us. Come on to our social media, GVN underscore Good Vibes Nation on Instagram or Good Vibes Nation on Facebook. Drop us a message. Let us know what you guys think on this topic, too. But we're going to lighten the mood here in a minute. So stick around. We've got some bonehead news that I think you guys are going to laugh about. For this one, we out, Doug. Later. All right, guys. You know the intro now. That's Bonehead News. Excited about this one. I'll lighten the episode up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think we need to... Change the news. I hear Let's you. go with a little different kind of I news. hear you, man. I know you You want to go first on this or you want me to go? No, I love when you go first. You do? Yes. Okay. I like being back up. Sounds good, man. I'm going to go first. And this is uh, Washington State. It's not around here. So when I oh. tell the story, you guys have nothing to worry about. Doug, a manager in Arby's Fast Food Restaurant in Washington State has been accused of urinating into a milkshake mix that might have been served. To dozens of people. Oh, yeah. Police uh, arrested. Oh, I hate these stories. God, I hate these stories. A 29 year old man that was peeing into the bag of milkshake as they were executing a search warrant on his phone for child pornography. So they oh, were arresting this him guy's for class act. Yes, this guy. child porn. And then they noticed, oh, he's peeing into a bag of milkshake. So the manager made one accord appearance last week on the child porn allegations and another on Friday for the new allegation of second-degree assault with sexual motivation. I found that interesting. Hmm. After police said they found a 16-second urination video. You had to go a little bit. I don't know about you, but 16 seconds, that's a decent amount of urine. Yeah. I'll have to tie my next one. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's I don't a know decent if that's amount. Long. Trust Is me that? on that one. Yeah. Okay. It's not one of those ones like... You're right forever, right. but that's yeah. a that's a good piece. Yeah, right that's there. a good one. Yeah. So according to the uh, probable cause affidavit in Superior Court, the video's metadata showed it was recorded on October 30th in Arby's in Vancouver's Mill Plain neighborhood. So any of you guys out there in Washington State in that area, you might have drank and pee if you Sorry. got a milk and shake. Oh my <laughs> gosh! The manager acknowledged investigators that he urinated in the milkshake mixed bag at least twice. Oh. He Man. said he was, I'm doing air quotes, people, almost sure he threw the bag away. He said <laughs> well, he was he working alone didn't. in the restaurant that night and that he did it for sexual gratification. Peeing in it? Yes. 
I was going to ask, do you pee for sexual gratification? I don't. But it goes back on that on that charge, right? He was second degree assault with sexual motivation. Yeah. So you sure, he was peeing. Yes, I thought the same thing, but no, it was it was pee. It was mm-hmm. pee. So another manager at the Arby's told detectives that the restaurant sold at least one ice cream float and about thirty to forty milkshakes that day. Said the court records. Ugh, poor Arby's. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an email to the Vancouver police, Julie Balu said the investigators had no evidence that Arby's or its franchise owner was aware of the man's actions. And you'd be happy to know, folks, that Clark County Public Health Director Alan Melnick told the newspaper that there's no significant health risk to consuming oh, a drink contaminated with urine. Well, then. Cool. Yeah, Two no things. Two yeah. things. One, I did not know that Arby's had milkshakes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. They're all about the I'm, beef. Hey, never going to drink one, yeah. but I didn't know they had them. Mm-hmm. And two, we have a mutual friend who used to work at Arby's. That's has, true. And has told us some stories about the old Arby's roast beef. That's true. Which we're not going to go into. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I still eat it. We'll have to ask him about the milkshakes, though. Yeah, we will. We will. Sexually gratifying himself <laughs> with the with the peeing in a milkshake bag. Might be something there, but that, that's that's my bonehead news. What do you got? I love man? it. I love it. Well, uh, you're not on purpose, but mine starts off a Florida man. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jacob Philbeck is uh, facing charges for misusing nine one one. Now you know nine one one is very important to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes you may not agree with the president, uh, but. Mr. Philbeck uh, has been placed under arrest after allegedly placed repeated calls asking law enforcement officers to arrest President Joe Biden. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. 911 called 911 for this. But this is not the end of the story. He doesn't want he doesn't just want Joe Biden arrested. All right. Okay. He also has demanded that former drug kingpin Joaquin El Chapo Guzman be Ooh. freed. El Chapo. El Chapo. Police said that Philbeck was initially told the information he was providing was non-emergency situation. I'm not sure that that's quite accurate. Yes, it is non-emergency. <laughs> uh, and he was warned not to make any more 911 calls. He apparently didn't get the message because he called again and said, President Biden needed to be placed in prison and El Chapo <laughs> needed to be freed. Following the three 911 calls, deputies... <laughs> decided to pay Philbeck a visit around 6 a.m. Oh. At the time they stopped by, he was on the phone with 911. Oh, my gosh. But that, was cut, that call was cut short by his arrest. All right. Definitely bonehead. Obviously on some kind of bender, 6 a.m. in the right? morning. This dude's whacked out on something or drunk <laughs> or something like that. I, uh, I, I mean, hey, he had a point. He wanted Biden arrested. Maybe if he just used the non-emergency number, he wouldn't yeah, be where right? he's at right now. Right. But. I think that's pretty funny, and the fact that he wanted not only Biden but free El Chapo, free El Chapo. Oh my gosh! What do you think the nine one one operator was like? You got to uh. like, listen. I got another call from this guy. <laughs> free El Chapo and arrest Biden. Can you get somebody over there yeah, now? Let me see what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's definitely bonehead news. Always. All right, guys, we out.